day for the teachers. They've had enough. They are fed up. 24 hours walking off the job and uh, walking through many cities today. But no, no. Yep. They're walking off the job and there are loads of rallies on today. So we've got Mark Northam on the show this morning. He's the Secretary of the Independent Education Union of Australia to just figure out why our teachers are striking and how this can all be resolved. Good morning, Mark. Yeah, great to be able to uh, speak to your listeners. Or should I say in the style of a collection of grade fivers, good morning, morning, Mr. Northam. Gee, I haven't had a greeting like that for a number of years. (laughs) Mark, why are our teachers striking today? It's a really big day. It's both the public sector and the Catholic school system at strike on the same day for the first time. Yeah, look, it is a highly unusual and quite a historic moment that both union teacher unions have had to come together to signal in our case to Catholic employers, but also to the New South Wales state government um, that enough is enough. And the, the, the most significant problem is critical teacher shortages. There's simply insufficient people coming into the profession um, to fill the vacancies that exist. So North Sydney's not terribly remote, but there's uh, vacancies over there. If you're an English teacher, you, you'll be able to get a position. Um, now, that used to be that uh, vacancies, uh, you know, existed more critically, I suppose, west of the Great Dividing Range. But now it's right across New South Wales and incredibly across the ACT as well, where they just simply cannot get teachers. So there's a 30% decline uh, in people enrolling in education at universities, and it takes four to five years to train a teacher. Mm. And Catholic schools, New South Wales, in their own numbers, not, not a constructed number by our union in any way, shape or form, have estimated that they're 4,000 teacher shortfall by the end of this decade. You put that together with the reality that it takes four or five years to train a teacher and you've got a, you've got a problem and that problem's biting every day and the sons and daughters of your um, listeners um, would be getting reports of what their school's like on a daily basis with absent teachers, classes being shared, split uh, and not being taught. And that's not, that's not great education. And New South Wales is a great education history and we need to step back into that space. Well, yeah, it sounds like common sense. I mean, it's supply and demand, isn't it? Like any Absolutely. industry, really, if you've got a shortage, you have to increase it because yep. then more people will come so that, you know, obviously teachers get a, a fair go and students, future students as well. You keep mentioning New South Wales and ACT, Mark. Is this a state thing or could you, you really could draw an umbrella um, over the whole country or is it like teachers in Perth well, are living at large or is it, this a specific New South Wales problem? Well, look, it, it, it is biting more, in, I think, in New South Wales and the ACT, but it is, it is a nationwide um, problem. Other states, Victoria and Queensland, have got teacher shortages as well, so I'm not suggesting that. But mm. in our union's case, we cover Catholic teachers and, and support staff in New South Wales and the ACT, sure. and I can assure you that on a daily basis we get reports of what, what it's like working in a school um, when the people who are left standing, now I'm happy to admit that COVID's exacerbated the staffing crisis. That's yes. absolutely correct. Of course. Um, but the permanent vacancies, there's about 350 vacancies across Catholic systemic schools today. There's 11 different Catholic employers. There's multitudes of jobs, um, but the problem is nobody wants it. And people are critical, oh, you know, teachers get this and teachers get that. Um, well, what we'd say to them, um, get on down to university and... Um, Come and join us. Yeah, so there was this... Well, I was close to doing it before the strike, and now I've had to, to second-guess oh, it. to reimagine it. Off. Yeah. Mark, right. there was a recent poll of 10,000 New South Wales teachers, and the data from that poll suggests that 73% of teachers say that their workload is unmanageable. And that is... is 
how do we fix that? Because <laughs> that well, to me now, is, look, that's no, a that, high that, percentage. A and you should come into the negotiating room with me next week. <laughs> and because that you've hit the nail on the head. It's the workload that's the, the critical matter. You've, your listeners would probably be amazed to hear that a Catholic primary school teacher gets about two hours a week released from face-to-face -face teaching um, to do, you know, planning, um, curriculum, assessment, reporting, uh, working with challenging students and the like. It, it, it's it's uh, not achievable. And I, what I'd say to your listeners this morning is do the car park test. And, and it's a real beauty, the car park test. Okay. It's really easy. Drive past your local school. Don't worry too much about what name's written on the on that school gates. Okay. And have a look what time those car parks are full in the morning. And then have a look again in the afternoon and they're still full. So teachers work extraordinarily long days and, and schools are frenetically busy places. But the Australian Institute of Teaching and School Leadership, an independent government body, nothing to do with the union, on their own figures, over 60 hours a week is the average for a teacher. No, oh, that's, that's outrageous. Know. Has the average class amount gone up as well over the last 10 to 20 years? I remember a grade five, real sweet spot. We only had 24. The attention I got. Yeah. The attention yeah, look, I got. There's, there's plenty of... Um, uh, Catholic schools in, in Sydney that have got um, 30, 30 little faces looking back at you. Mm. Um, so it, it is um, serious. And I think, I think parents and your listeners, what, what they saw during COVID, um, I think that there's, um, people developed a, a greater sympathy and understanding for teachers because we're not getting any pushback from parents at this stage. And we, we know that this is disruptive. We put an open letter to parents on our website, and the hits on it have been amazing. Well, yeah, and I anticipate. I think during all of the lockdowns, when kids were at home, and you know there was a lot of homeschooling going on, parents had to sort of manage their own personal workloads and help educate their kids. And I think that everyone got an understanding and a little taste of this is really tough. Like this is a big deal, and we need these teachers to be experts in their field. And if they're dissatisfied, then we need to help them get into a place where it's you know a profession that people want to continue being in because education's so important. I've got a three year old, and it terrifies me that this is happening because he's going to be in the school system in a few years. So I want it fixed now. Mm. Well, look, I, I couldn't agree with you more because education is the bedrock of any society and at the moment it's, it's a bit tattered and it needs um, stitching back together. Um, and in our, our union's case, we, we're in the federal industrial relations system, um, which means we really uh, we get caught only by history that we, we're limited by the New South Wales government's um, artificial imposed salary cap. Um, and that's history way back to the early 1990s that they, um, Catholic employers won't pay a state school teacher more than their government school counterpart. Um, so we're not even caught by the Perite's, um salary cap, but when you get in the negotiating room, you're already told, well, this is the, this is the outcome that you can get, Mark. We're not paying any more. Okay. Yeah. That's why I need you guys in the negotiating room. Yeah, well, uh, get me in there. Get me in there, Stat, and I'll, <laughs> I'll get the needle and thread. We need to stitch this back up. So thank you very much, Thanks, Mr. Northern, Mark. this morning. Yeah. Um, good luck to all the teachers striking today. That's right. Fingers crossed that cause. we get towards a better result. Mm, yeah. Very much, cheers. Well, that's a wrap for Maz and Lakey. But you can catch any moment from the show anytime you like. Download our free listener app, then search for Maz and Lakey. Follow us and you get anything you missed and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Maz and Lakey.